Animal Connections, learning to speak the amazing language of animals with your host, Andre Shirley. Today I'm chatting to Faye Rogers. Faye shares her journey with us and brings us a message from the dolphins to humankind. Without further ado, let's chat to Faye. Thanks for doing this. Oh, it's wonderful to be here. Shall I ask a few questions, maybe introduce yourself and tell us how you got into animal communications? Thank you for inviting me here. It's so wonderful to share about animals. I mean, animals are my passion. You know, I mean, animals allow us to be who we are, but more than who we are. And I know that sounds a bit you know, obscure. They're here as great teachers to us and we learn so much through them. Unconditional love, of course, which is something that's always, you know, suggested about animals, but also about liberty and freedom and being present. And how I got into animal communication. Oh gosh, you know, maybe it was a calling. It's happened um not intentionally. <laughs> it just sort of happened. And it just I just sort of rolled with it and it just grew and grew and grew. And then word of mouth and you know, before I knew it, I started taking this up as a vocation. And so that was me. But I've always, since a little child, in my memories, I've always heard the animals talking. And it would just sort of get, you know, like dismissed. I would try to ignore it because we live in this really busy, busy world and, you know, the messages would come in and and you sometimes got to think, are they coming from the animal or are you just making it up? And that's <laughs> where you step into the belief of actually they are coming from the animal. And anyway, I put my hands up to attend an animal communication workshop. I was with an amazing group of people, amazing teacher. She'd come all the way from USA to New Zealand. I was totally out of my depth because there was all these holistic um, animal people there and so on. I was just full of admiration. But I was the one that ran with it. It was just sort of like, it was just like a switch went on. For me, it was just life-changing. And and then I put in the practice and more practice and more practice and had a full-time business at the time. My daughter was... I'm going to suggest maybe six or seven years old. And somehow I managed it all. I'd just get up extra early. I had a lot more energy back then. <laughs> I'd maybe get up at 3 a.m. and go to bed really late. And I'd just be taking in request. And yeah, and, you know, before I knew it was sort of word of mouth had, was around. I had a lot of support from people that came into my life. And so I'm so grateful. And so, you know, I had a friend that had um, one of the biggest private dog magazines in the world at the time. And so she would um, share about me and and include me in her publications. I had offers from TV stations, magazines, newspapers, radio. And so it was a pretty heady three or four years Anyway, so it was a pretty heady period of time, you know, maybe five or six years of really a lot of growth. And um, yeah, and I'm just so, so grateful. You know, the teachers that turned up, that gave me so much support. And of course, the teachers are the animals too. Mm-hmm. Not mm. just the humans. We've got these amazing animals that live with us, that live on this planet. Some are domestic, some are wildlife, and it's all about balance. You did an official workshop and now you offer workshops. 
how do they work for the people that would like to join? I used to do a lot of uh, workshops uh, where people would come together and they're super great. But nowadays, since the pandemic, they're happening by Zoom. What I've found is a one-day workshop, I might hold over four or five evenings, which is over, you know, four or five weeks. Mm. We come together one evening. But what I'm finding is that the people process a lot more because they've got, you know, that whole week to just Think sit with that. it. Yeah, and and they just come in and they're just so yeah energized for the next week rather than trying to overload themselves it's yeah it's just been really really beautiful the first one I had on a zoom was uh I was overwhelmed by it because uh, I thought well technology's not me yeah and but after that one I ran with it yeah I was really lucky I, I didn't have enough boundaries in place um my workshops have a little bit of structure but they're free-flowing because it's always about who turns up what happens and we change direction many a time and so it's sort of like I've had some people that have taken them all once and you know three or four times and it's sort of like you know every time they come on they take away something different mm. Okay. So I am really, really lucky. Uh, the the people that come together, um, how respectful, considerate, insightful they are, mm. and yeah. that's animals for you. They just bring people together. It's mm. like if you're out walking your dog and people come up to chat to you. you know. um, why would you recommend people do this course, Joe Average? Somebody that likes um, their pet, just, and why would you recommend they come and do this? Uh, for their own personal growth, for what they will take away, for them relating to the world a little bit differently, and for you know for their connection with their animals. But it's not just their own animals; it's the animals in the whole, whole ecosystem. And so, just to bring up their awareness, it's connection with a great bunch of people. You know, workshops are life changing, and so it's just like you know. I've had people come to the workshops and they've just actually taken a, dare I say it, a different path. Mm. Uh, they've got involved in different things. They've met new friends and different things can be taking up healing modalities or adding something to their own practice or just stepped into their light more. They're really powerful workshops. Are. You can connect with little people. It says on your website. Yeah, sometimes they get asked to talk to uh, little babies and uh, children that don't have a voice. I And it's always just the beautiful souls. They really are. They're pure, they're unblemished, and they're so accurate. So sometimes, you know, it could be something that's happening in their life and, and the baby or the toddler or a child that's voiceless uh, because of some handicapped, what we call handicapped, and their insightfulness is so amazing. And they just tell their parents or their caregivers what they need to hear and who they are. Because, you know, we might see a child that's handicapped, but they can, they're angels in disguise, many of them. Not all, of course, and they've come in with such purity and beauty and just so, so clean, absolutely incredible children. What's the most profound message from an animal that you've ever had? Well, that's really, they just keep <laughs> on rolling in. Because I bring the messages in, I don't tend to retain it. They just come through me. If I'm doing it as a uh, written transcript, which I'm then on sending on to um, the people, I forget everything, but I've only got to read one or two words and then it comes back 
and it just sort of I I just remember everything because they share words but there's also emotions and things attached to the words and it all just floods me back if it's a soon um, or in person or phone call I'm just not retentive and because it's not mine but there's just so many beautiful messages uh, one of my own dogs uh, he's no longer with me and this is what I was doing yesterday. I've got this massive manuscript from him. And one day it will be published when the time feels right. It's huge. It's massive. And so he's sharing with me about the different roles that the different species have. But also it goes into the greater universe uh, messages and things like that. You're wise, insightful, seen um, beyond our perspective or our reality. Mm. Mm. And relating to that, it's part of the journey, yeah. So, I mean, for one specific animal, uh, some people turn to me to ask me about their animal's health, and sometimes the animal will start sharing. They never share things that are going to embarrass their family, so they're never going to um, share the, you know, the deepest family secrets or the person did this, that, or, or you know, they will share insights into, you know, it might be health for the animal or well-being. And then they might change um, and say, you know, about where the person has been and the things that they've overcome or things that they have to look at and to create the life that they wish to um, step into. And so they always share compassion, kindness, dedication. You know, there's, there's no sort of like, it's just purity. It's just love and and. You know, who knows us best, the animals that we live with, because we can't hide from them. They see mm. right through us. Mm. And so, you know, I've had animals suggest different things. I had this workshop in Raglan, which is the North Island. I live South Island of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And, and it was an amazing workshop. A friend that was hosting it, I had one of the attendees come up and she was really, really excited. And she said to me, oh, Faye, everything that my horse said came true. And I couldn't remember because it's not my information to remember. So I'm just nodding my head. And my friend Shirley, she was in hysterics. She said, you, you've got no idea what she's talking about. And I said, I haven't. And she said, well, the horse actually suggested that Michelle's father would be buying her, her dream property and mm. it would happen by a specific date. And I, and um, and it did all happen. Mm. Right. But of course, I didn't remember that. I mean, that's just something small that's always stuck with me because of the workshop so, you know, it's one of those things, but you just never know what animals will share. They're sharing for compassion and, and what their family needs to hear from how they're doing, but also what could support their human and and um, what they're going through. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is us humans, we're going through so, so much. You know, the planet's gone through so many changes. I live in Christchurch, uh, which is South Island of New Zealand. And I've forgotten how many earthquakes we had here over only a few years. There's constantly um, earthquakes. And the city fell down. And and then there's all the other world things happening, you know, worldwide. It's, you know, there's just so much happening for people to deal with. Mm. And, and the animals are such support um, people to to us humans. They really are. I might get a bit teary here. <laughs> Sorry. Just when I think of like, you know, the roles that animals have had with us, how they've come in and helped people, how how they've always just been, they just set soul contracts that they have with their people, how aligned they are. Do you think 
once you've done this workshop, you understand your animals more. Without a doubt, yes. And more compassionate think, about. You know, it comes, yeah, yeah, more understanding. The people that do come to the workshops, they are animal lovers. Mm. And so they're there. Some will come because they've got a problem animal mm. and they're coming to get their support for their problem animal, I'll call it problem animal, or to see what could come out because I've tried everything. I've had workshops where people have just come together because they've lost an animal. It's Sometimes they have themes, and I shouldn't say themes, and that can be a grieving theme. So there might be, uh, let's suggest maybe six attendees and they've all you know experienced an animal that's just passed and mm. for some reason they've all come together and it's part of that journey or and other people have come because of you know I don't know it's always sort of a theme uh last workshop I had it was like a huge awakening for the people that were there it was incredible uh activations were happening all the time through the animal and other angelic beings and masters that came through on a spiritual realms and yeah and those people were just yeah it was just like yeah massive awakening so it's not about the animals at the end of the day the humans grow as well you know on these workshops definitely yeah, yeah. and you know it's part of the journey for people to to tune out to attend them and it's yeah, it's always just, yeah, I just love it. I, and I'm sort of a person that it's not ego, but I don't hold on to people. I just mm. love them to actually, you know, just going forward. Some people, you know, when they get someone and they come and there's some sort of growth, they try to hold them back. And, you know, it's sort of like, because they might lose their position and it's all that happening. But to me, I, I've never held on to anyone. I've just mm. actually just seen them bloom and blossom and go ahead and they know I'm here if they even need support mm. so you know I'm just here as a messenger for the animals mm. speaking of messages any profound messages that you've had over time for um, human being oh definitely uh that's in the manuscript but also in any of the uh written transcripts or soon so phone calls that happen but I'm just asking can I bring in one now um uh for humanity would that be okay yeah. Okay, I'm going to connect with the dolphins and uh, whatever they're going to share. So it's some people call this channeling, and so I'm connecting to their collective consciousness, which is an individual. It's a collective consciousness of a species. Yeah. And so, yeah. So anyway, I'll just wait for that energy to come in, and I'll start talking. Dear humans, dear dear humans. As dolphins, we see all, we feel all, we're here to support the planetary's frequency, the vibration. People talk about extension. There's always been extension. Earth is always a planet of always going ahead. But Earth is also a very troubled planet. There's so much disharmony. But have hope, have hope, have hope. Repeating some words a few times to reinforce the energy, have hope, have hope, have hope. When you see disasters happening, when you see control by governments, understand that there's a movement going ahead, that a lot of things that are coming up to the surface is allowing more to happen. And when more happens, there's more light happening on the planet. But as the light is increasing, the frequency is increasing, then more 
and more and more shambles will happen. The only way ahead is to not focus on, we're going to suggest the word disasters, the shabbiness, that sort of energy, just hold on to your own light, be who you are, feel your energy align and be present, but also be totally aware that this is a period of great resolving. We've used that word resolving because there's so much to be done. The planet's in a mending stage. And while it's trying to mend, the wounds are coming up. Be free in yourself. Be the love and joy that you are. Remember where you've been seated from. Remember your expectations when you arrived. It's when you were born. When you took that first breath. Hold on to those expectations. Those expectations are hope. Hope will dictate. Hope will power. Hope will allow you to be. Again, remember where you're seated from. Remember the beauty. Remember the forces of energy that created you. Just remember when you're overwhelmed with the day, when you're overwhelmed with the news, just remember, take a step back and remember who you are so that you can walk freer, that your light can shine brighter. Remember that your energy touches another, that your energetic beings, just as we are energetic beings, we're working tirelessly, trying to help, trying to support. And maybe we should rub out the words trying to help and just say, say, state it as it should be, supporting. We're supporting the planet. We're supporting the growth. We're, we're joy. We're joyful at what is happening. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. Remember your own joy. Remember that you are love. Remember who you are. Again, remember your seed. We love you. We love you. We love you. We also forgive you. We forgive you. We forgive you. And that is part of the journey of healing for this planet. Forgiveness. When you hold on to the wrongs, you're not allowing yourself the liberty to be who you are. Be free. Be free. Be free. Love. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, um, it's fade back now. Mm. It's quite profound. The message is we must listen. Us humans must listen more. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and you know, with, with the messages, anything that comes through, there's always energy frequencies um, attached to it. Um, sometimes... Um, if I've done a, um, it was many years ago, and it was a written transcript for an animal and spirit, and I remember this one. And I sat there, and with the animal, it might have been three or four hours. It felt like I was there 20 minutes. It was only when I looked at the clock, yeah. and the messages had finished. And so I sent them on to, uh, email them through to the lovely person, as soon as she read them, she had a complete healing. The um, animal and spirit had put so much uh, caring, love, and everything into the messages. I didn't realize she hadn't got out of bed for three months because she was so grief-stricken. Mm. She got up and started living her life again. Mm. And so, you know, with words, there's always energy attached um, and written transcripts or what's shared verbally. And, and you know... We can use that same word uh, and 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 depending 
the energy that we attach to it, it impacts us so greatly. You know, we've got so many empaths on this planet, but more and more becoming more empathic. And, you know, that's part of the animal's role with us. Mm. Mm. The opening us up. Um, when we see tragedy happen, um, we feel it so strongly, but it's, you know, people speak up for the animals in such a way that they don't speak up for other wrongs that they see happening. Mm. And so, you know, the great encouragers. Uh, but the one thing we must always remember of animals that, uh, you know, a dog is here to be a dog mm. and to experience that dog joy. A cat's here to be a cat. A lion's here to be a lion. And so, you know, we must actually relate to them as the species they are, mm. even though we've got this soul connection and we're seeing them um, beyond that. Because sometimes, you know, we put on... I don't know. Uh, some people try to humanize the animals too much. Mm. Yeah, I know that sounds a little bit bleak, but I think anyone that's listening to this will understand that. Mm. Yeah. We see them as people, but we see them as um, as the species they are. Because you know, a, a dog, it's great joy being a dog. It's so much fun. Mm. Yeah, it's so much fun. You know, and and uh, the energy that a cat has, it's incredible, absolutely incredible. It is very incredible. So um, on your site, there's the five clairs. What is the five clairs? Oh, okay. Okay. It's to do with clairvoyance. Uh, it's just different ways that people receive. Uh, it's just telepathic. When people start to receive messages, they'll receive them different ways. And it's understanding because some people will receive the emotions. Emotions can tell you a lot. Some people will hear messages so that's a clear um, audience um, and so some people will smell things and so it's just different ways of how can I suggest this of I touch on the five clears in workshops so that people recognize they are receiving things because mm. we all receive a little bit differently some people will just feel feel yeah. and that's mm. the emotions and some people will see visuals and the visuals can be happening in their mental thoughts or outside themselves and some will hear uh, uh, voices and they can be in their mental thoughts or even outside themselves so once people recognize um, how they're re uh, receiving from animal it just gives them the ability to recognize what's theirs and what's not and mm. to accept and when we accept what we're receiving then it's uh we've gone to that trust energy and and the arguments stop it's like you know when we start arguing with ourselves you know is this possible no the arguments you know they, they're going on and we're not accepting uh what we're receiving and uh one situation comes to mind it was a workshop i held in tauranga quite a few years ago I'm going to say maybe six or seven years ago and I had I paired people up to work together and I was I sat with them with the pairings and I paired up um, someone with a homeopath this person was talking to I'm sure she won't mind me saying it to Hannah Law's horse Cara Hannah Law's horse uh, didn't live too far away so on Sunday afternoon we went down to visit Kara and the other animals that lived at this other lifestyle block we walked up the hill and her name was Donna and Donna said oh I haven't communicated all weekend but Kara said this this and this about her and she's got you know and I can see it now 
And I said, what did you say? She had no idea what she was saying because as far as she was discounting everything that she said, I actually burst out laughing because it was so funny because Carol, Carol was an elderly horse. And so she was telling Donna when she, with her first connection of the things that to do with her age and things like that and yeah. other things that she'd been through. Yeah. And when she saw her with her, you know, actual eyes, but she still thought she hadn't communicated all weekend. Yeah. And that's because she wasn't trusting what, you know, this little internal argument going on, you know, oh no, this is too easy. It's far too easy. And so if we can put those little internal arguments aside, then everything flows. And so, you know, so that's why I touch on the five clears so that everyone understands that they will receive a little bit differently Then mm. you know, and just because the way I receive isn't the way that someone else will receive. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to get the whole caputo of everything I receive, uh, words, messages, visual pictures, and so on. Sometimes uh, sights and smells. And, you know, if people are uh, vegans or vegetarians, you know, we always set up um, the rules, please, doggy or cat or or anything that omnivore, don't share any uh, meat taste with me. It was, all, <laughs> you know, because... Yeah, so we always, you know, always advise them to do that, and yeah, and so it's sort of like uh, some mediums they might, you know, they might pick up smells of someone before they sense spiritual being. Yeah, and it could be, you know, some perfume or yeah, it's, it's recognizing everything. Mm. Yeah, I always sort of look at myself as. I know I've stated this in conversation a bit earlier. I just look at myself as being the voice for the animals. And and I think that's something that, you know, people are always concerned where the animals are. And one question that I quite often have people ask is, is like, it's not just to do with the animal's well-being or what the animal's going through is relating to know are they happy with their life but our humanist is wanting that reassurance mm. <laughs> and and to be honest you know I I've only occasionally had occasional horse suggest that they'd be better with a different person because the relationship's not going to work mm. but majority of them just think every day I'm experiencing joy or something like that us humans carry a lot of guilt mm. about things we've should have done or haven't done yeah. or we think we you know have done incorrectly and so and animals you know they don't see it like that they do not see it like that you know that, that sort of ties into I haven't made my animals happy as I should but the animal doesn't see it like that okay they just sort of like just get on with it just get on with it you know uh, just be present and you know, stop mentalizing and internalizing as, as much as we do. And it's really hard when you're empath because you feel things so, so strongly. You really do. Thank you very much, Faye. That was really informative. And where can people get hold of you? What is your website address? So it's animal communication is one word. Little dash New Zealand is one word dot com. I'll put it in the um, bottom of the movie clip as well. But thank you so much. Thank you. Faye. It was it was great talking to you. Well, thank you. And please keep in touch. And I will. um yeah. yeah, and heaps and heaps of love.
great stuff thanks um, andrea um i haven't asked you what sort of animals because i keep seeing a um like a cat standing behind you mm. a cat okay oh i keep seeing on energetic level not on a physical level this yeah. <laughs> cat perched behind your shoulder oh, okay yeah, it's just hanging out with you oh. and i just thought it's just really yeah interesting. Um, quite a wise cat quite yeah, haughty, haughty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, to sum up personality, yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, well, have a great, great um, evening. And thank you um, very much. Yeah, and thank you. Okay. okay. Go well, Faye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>